mightiest prophet of the Lord? Amen. So, um, uh, Senior Bishop Joanne and your listeners, I would like to continue from where we stopped. Um, on where we stopped when I was talking about the reason the Lord has to seek the attention of the busy nations. The nations of the earth right now are very busy sending they're busy with life but the Lord has now to seek their attention to look for their attention that they may listen to him and uh, this I said um, might involve and will involve shaking them huh? might involve the hurricanes whatever the way and I say, and I said that there is a very significant event that is about to take place above the earth here at the point when I finish the first segment and I said it's worthy that the Lord should shake the nations that they may not miss that event. I brought you step by step and stepwise up to a place where now we saw that when the dead in Christ Jesus will have been awoken by that shout of the archangel, look, the Lord is about to appear in the sky, warning on the approaching king, coming with pomp and color, coming with all the heavenly hosts, attending his presence, the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ, whom I said are those who are holy, those who will have chosen holiness, when they are eventually resurrected from the dead, those who died as they were holy and righteous, they had repented of their sins, and he says, when they will have been resurrected and given their glorious bodies. In other words, during the death, we say, it, when they are dead, they are simply asleep, and they are asleep in the arms of the Lord. The way a little baby sleeps in your arms as a parent, under care, the care and protection of the Lord. And so, uh, we saw very clearly that they are now awoken, they are given glorious bodies, a glorious garment, eternal bodies, eternal garment, and the living also. Then they go up in the air to meet the Lord. However, he says, the living, those who are alive, the living Christians who will be living in holiness, they will be alive, and these are the repentant Christians. The church, for example, the type of church you see in Kenya here, that every moment they repent, they are, they are seeking righteousness, they are asking all the day, all the time at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., how can I be holier? What is it that I'm not doing? How can the Holy Spirit help me? There's an awakening by the Holy Spirit on pursuing righteousness. They have made a deliberate effort to pursue holiness. They are looking for ways of living for it. They are quitting jobs. Sometimes when a job is compromising their salvation, it doesn't matter how great the salary, the work, the remuneration, hmm? they quit it. And you see, you hear him saying, well, I wanted that job, or oh, I was working that job, but because I, I, I found out that it's conflicting with my salvation, I said, well, this is easy, I don't have to be a genius, I quit it, and I continued. Now I'm looking for another job, it doesn't matter. Well, it takes me some time, but it's all right. I have chosen eternity. I don't want anything defile my holy salvation. That type of church is saying the living Christians who will have been walking in holiness, their souls have been awakened to sensitivity, sensitized on the matters of righteousness, on the requirements, the holy requirements of the Lord. He's saying that holy church that pursues righteousness, they are conscious of their dressing, they are women, they know that they have a greater responsibility, they cannot just dress anyhow, 
cannot expose their chest, cannot expose their anatomy, cannot, they, they, they are very sensitive on how they execute their salvation. They are deliberate if you look at them, whether they are university students, you find that these ones have totally chosen the Lord without care. They don't care about the mass, the multitude. They separated out for the Lord. He's saying that that holy church, which is alive at that time also, will undergo an event which I said, the Bible calls it a mystery, a mysterious event which is equivalent, it is synonymous with dying and resurrecting. Equivalent to dying and resurrecting in a flash in the twinkling of an eye. However few they will be, and he says they will catch up with those dead, asleep Christians that had been woken up, glorified, given glorious bodies rather, and take, they will catch up with them in the air, and the tremendous event will take place up here above the earth. And I have been taken above the earth, I have lived that day. The same way I lived the Hurricane Heavy, and the same way I lived Hurricane Irma coming to the USA and spoke about it earlier. The same way I lived all these events are prophesied and come to pass. The same way I lived the creation of the planet above the earth and four moons above the earth after finishing the planetary zone, we go to another stratosphere above there and have created another planet. The same way I lived that until it was fulfilled after 38 days is the same way I have already lived this day. This event that will take place above the earth here. And I said that when they are taken up, the Christians that were dead and holy, asleep and holy, the living Christians, these ones resurrected, given glorious bodies, these ones translated, they almost go into a, a mysterious event, almost dead, through something similar to dying and resurrecting, dying in the motto, resurrecting in the immortality. When they come to meet the Lord in the sky, there is going to be a big celebration and congratulation, thanksgiving ceremony that will take place up above the earth here. And he says that congratulation and celebration and thanksgiving ceremony, celebration that will take place above the earth here, is exclusive for those who have lived in holiness and righteousness, those who repented of their sins and received Jesus, Christ Jesus the Lord, and so they are now taken up. He says, uh, meanwhile, the rest that have not been holy will remain on the earth. And he is saying, the Lord is saying, that that is the reason he is compelled to use he that speaks with you to shake the nation very violently in order to attract their attention to this voice that they may be forewarned to forestall a tragedy, a calamity, a catastrophe when they will fail to partake of that event, that to shake them and catch their attention now, that they rather prepare now and be part of that event after a shaking than to be left in complacency and then perish into eternal hell. And he says that when they are taken up in the rapture and they meet the Lord in the sky, in the air here above, in the clouds, in the air here above the earth, it will be a congratulations ceremony. He says this is when the recompense, the reward, the rewarding of the saints according to what they have done, will take place up here. And it will be a shocking celebration, a historic celebration as has never happened before. Why? Because for the first time, the following events take place. The fruit of the cross for the first time has been snatched away from the wrangles of this life from the snares of the enemy, from the deluding of Satan, and finally they are now taken up. 
And he says, that is the place where the Lord will congratulate them from. I'm now reading the book of Revelation 22, verse 12. And he says, Behold, I am coming soon. For all those tuned in by radio all over the world, this is the event for which the Lord is seeking the attention of all men and all the nations. This is why he used me, he is using me even now to shake Florida, to shake the United States of America. That's why I won on July 25th and broadcast it live on YouTube globally. And then my words are right now being fulfilled in the United States of America, word for word. When I said I see myself running, I see people panic running, then you see almost 6.5 to 7 million people fleeing from Florida. Historic. When I say I see water coming from the ground, meaning ground level, it may be rain also later, but you talk about from the ground. Then he meant the ocean, and you see the ocean came out. When I said I see tornadoes, then you see tornadoes, tornado watches, and several tornadoes have touched down in Florida. He's saying he's shaking the nations. Why? Because there is about to happen. There is an event, there is an event, a historic event, an irreversible event, an event that nobody can afford to miss, that is about to take place up in the sky here. Above the earth here. And only the holy will partake of that event. It will be a congratulations ceremony. A thanksgiving ceremony. A celebration ceremony. And it says here, Behold, I am coming soon. My reward is with me. And I will give to everyone according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Sorry. And he goes on in 14 to say, Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life and go through the gate. Very powerful, beloved people. There is a ceremony up here. And he says, when the dead in Christ and the living in Christ, holy and holy, when they are taken up in the rapture to meet the Lord in the sky here, in the air, above the earth here, they will have a ceremony, a glorification ceremony. They will have a glorification ceremony when they will be glorified. In other words, they will receive the crown of glory above the earth here. Nobody on earth deserves to miss this. Nobody. Regardless of which nation. Whether you are in an in Islamic nation, you ought to be born again at this voice, receive Jesus, and prepare for this. You cannot afford to miss this. They will be given and they will receive in that ceremony glorification, the crown of glory. And at that time, there will be the biggest celebration and festivities, celebration of the raptured saints, as they finally meet the Lord. Finally, they will meet the Lord, the God that redeemed them on the cross. They will finally come to meet the Lord at that place. Finally. Finally, the reason they celebrate so big is because finally they get to meet the Lord face to face. Face to face. It will be a tremendous ceremony, a tremendous celebration to finally meet the Lord face to face. Nobody wants to miss this. If it has to be, if it has to use a hurricane to shake the United States of America to draw their attention to this upcoming ceremony, that they may not miss it, then so be it. Hey. And he says, the Lord 
himself. He's not sending anyone this time around. Hey. And he will come down with pomp and color. With pomp and circumstance. With heavenly hosts accompanying him, attending his coming. And he will come down as a conqueror, as a king with a crown. In other words, he will come down in his majestic power, in his majesty. Hey. And the church will meet him face to face. He will come down in his person. The presence of the person of the Lord, you will be able to see him in person on that day. Hey. Men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking in the sky? Know ye not that the same Jesus was been taken away from you into heaven, into the skies and heaven, will come back in the same, he will be back. Coming back with pomp and color, pomp and circumstance, with heavenly hosts, as a triumphant king, a king of victory, the one who has, is now victorious, and, and you can see now how he has earned victory for the church at that place. It will be a celebration like none before. Some of you, I don't know what you'll do. You'll kneel down, you'll lie down, you'll jump up, you'll celebrate, you'll fall on the floor. I don't, you'll see in the sky here, 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 above the earth. I have seen that event. The Lord has shown me that event. And he says, the shout, there will be a shout, as we have seen. I have given you the exact words of the shout that will warn, that will awake the people, awake the holy asleep, and uh, awake, enlighten the, the holy living. The shout, he says, that shout is a signal. Trenyale is vanished. That is supposed to be a sign, a signal. It's a shout of war. It is also a shout of war. Why a shout of war? Because it will be a shout that gives command on the final assault. The final onslaught against sin. The final victory. The final conquering of sin. The final triumph over sin. Why? Because for the first time now, the church is away from sin. Has defeated sin. We know very well from the meeting in Menengai, the meeting that took place in Nakuru in Kenya here, August 2016, last year, beginning 26th of August all the way to 29th, those three days. You know that the Lord has spoken to me about that meeting and he showed me that meeting before. And he showed me that one would come from heaven flying with wings when the fire of Elijah would come, when he, when he would call, when I would call for the fire of Elijah to come to the meeting and come and suspend above the altar, the one that was coming from heaven would come with wings and have a trumpet. That's why I feared, I thought he would take the church from Merengai. Why? Because we know it very well that every time there is a trumpet, apart from the shout, the trumpet, the shout of the throne, but the trumpet, the trumpet usually alerts, accompanies, it comes with the manifestation of God, revelation of God himself. The revelation of God, not manifestation, revelation of God. The book of Exodus chapter 19 verse 16.
Make two trumpets 
of how much silver and use them for calling the community together and for having camps set out. He's saying, make trumpets and use them for summoning a holy assembly of the Lord. For summoning the community together to observe a holy convocation unto the Lord. And on that day for which the Lord is shaking the nations, the day that I'm announcing to the nations of the earth that they may repent and prepare, the day for which he is violently shaking the USA right now, that he may get their attention, that they may hearken to this voice and get to prepare not to miss the event above the sky here, above the earth here. He's saying, when that day arrives, he will sound the trumpet that you see in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 to 17. And the purpose is to summon a holy convocation, a holy assembly of the dead in Christ who are holy and the living in Christ that were holy, that they may observe, assemble, and gather, and observe a holy assembly above the earth here. There is a ceremony here. Hey! Hey! The sounding of the trumpet on the day of rapture, that he may summon forth a holy assembly of the holy elect, the holy saints of God, those who are dead in Christ Jesus, holy, those who are living Christians, holy, not dressed like immoral prostitutes, not dressed in what, what, not in the gospel of prosperity, not in the lies of false prophets, those who are walking holy on the earth, and those who are holy at the point of death, he says, the trumpet summons a holy assembly above the earth here. Hey! How mighty. Numbers chapter 10, verse 10. And he says, Numbers chapter 10, verse 10. Also, at your times of rejoicing, you are appointed season and feast. And new moon festivals, you are to sound the trumpet over your hallelujah, over your bad offerings and fellowship offerings, and they will be a memorial, a memorial for you before the Lord your God. I am the Lord your God. Hey. Also, at your times of rejoicing and celebration, you are to sound the trumpet. <laughs> so when the trumpet sounds in the book of First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 to 17, it does not only summon a holy assembly up here, but also it is a sounding, it is sounded, to bring forth the understanding that right now, this is the time for a major celebration above the earth here for those who have been raptured. Hey. For the celebration for the crowns, the glorification of the raptured saints, this is when the crown of glory is being given them and then they now take the reward, the recompense, the reward for eternal life. Hey. Numbers 31 verse 6. The other function of the trumpet that will sound, the event for which the Lord is shaking the United States of America, to get their attention and all the nations that they may not miss 
all to be found ready. Numbers 31, beloved people, and he says, verse 6, Moses sent them into battle a thousand from each tribe along with Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the priest, who took with him articles from the sanctuary and the trumpet for signaling. Hey! They fought against the Midian and the Lord commanded Moses. So look at this now. Even at the time of war, the trumpet was to be sounded. Moses sent them into battle. A thousand from each tribe. And he says, along with Pinehas, son of Eleazar, the priest, who took with him articles, and he says, among the things he took from the sanctuary were the trumpets for sounding during war. And I said that when the trumpet will sound above the earth here, it will also signal the final assault on sin, the final onslaught on Satan, because on that day, the Lord, the victorious King, the triumphant Lord, the conqueror, will defeat sin forever. He will take the church, and nobody will take the church again. Hey! And I would like to bring to your attention this rewarding ceremony up here. The book of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 10, talks about it too. Isaiah 40, verse 10. This ceremony of reward, recompense, congratulations. Isaiah 40, verse 10. What a mighty thing to give this message in the middle of the day. Isaiah 40, verse 10. See, the sovereign Lord comes with power, and his arm rules for him. See, his reward is with him, and he will recompense according to him. Isaiah 62, verse 11. Nobody wants to miss that ceremony of recompensing. The reward ceremony. No one, no one ever wants to miss that. Isaiah 62, verse 11. The Lord has made proclamation to the ends of the earth. Say to the daughters of Zion, See your Savior cometh. See his reward is with him. And he recompense. His recompense accompanies him. Romans chapter 4, verse 4. The ceremony that takes place above the earth, beloved people. Romans chapter 4, verse 4. Let's see what he says here. Romans 4, verse 4, he says, Now, when a man works, his wages are not credited to him as a gift, but as an obligation. The same Lord who says in Deuteronomy that do not hold back the wages of the workers, how will he fail to reward you then? Deuteronomy 24, 14 to 15. The ceremony that is about to take place above the earth, beloved people. Deuteronomy 
He says, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, the Savior. So there will be another ceremony. But I'm talking about this mega ceremony that is about to take place on the earth here. Celebration, felicitation, historic jubilation. When they are sleeping, Christ Jesus resurrected, glorified, given glorious bodies. Those who are alive and holy, also Christians, taken up to meet the Lord in the air, in the sky above the earth. Hey. And he says, and therefore they will be with the Lord forever. Meaning, they will be united with Christ. And now you will have one body, the body of Christ. From the dead saints, now resurrected and glorified, the living holy saints, now translated and together one body of Christ with the Lord himself, face to face. Meeting the Lord face to face. The raptured saints, the holy elect, the raptured elect. Hey. And that's why it is very critical, beloved, for the nations to prepare that when that ceremony takes place above the earth, nobody misses it. He will come back to Jerusalem in Revelation 1-7. I've read it across the earth. But that is another day. I'm talking about this mega celebration above the earth. And he comes with a cloud in triumph, in victory. And when he comes with a cloud that you see mentioned there, the cloud... Let's go to the book of Psalms 104, verse 3. I've read verse 2 to 4 all over the earth. When I am describing the visitation of the cloud of God, I have read the book of Psalms 104, verses 2 to 4, all over the earth, from Namibia to Helsinki to Finland to where, everywhere. Psalm 104, beloved people, why he comes with the clouds? The tremendous clouds of God. The cloud of Jehovah. This is what he says. He says, or oh, I can begin wherever, verse 2. He says, he wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent and he lays the beams of his upper chambers on their waters. He makes the clouds his chariots and rides on the wings of the wind. He is coming triumphantly with the chariots. A king comes with chariots. And he's saying that is the reason he comes in the clouds. Hey. Just above the earth here in the air, they will meet the Lord now, as I've said. They will meet the Lord. He comes with chariots. Chariots. The clouds are the chariots of the Lord. How powerful it is. A triumphant king. A victorious king. He is not coming back to preach the gospel again. When I look at the church in the United States of America... I see a church that is behaving as though Jesus is coming back to preach the gospel anew and go back to the cross. It's as though they are crying for a second deliverance. That will not take place. Hey. It will not take place. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Hey! Into the sky. 
midnight the cry rang out, here is the bridegroom, come and meet him. Matthew 25. The saints that are raptured, the church that is raptured, will meet the Lord in the sky, beloved people. And it says, hence they shall be with the Lord forever and ever, meaning sin will never touch you again. In the USA, all over the world, even Kenya here, oh, I have cancer. Pray for me, cancer of the throat, cancer of the stomach. I have cancer of the lungs, cancer of the liver, cancer, cancer. Those sorrows will be no more. Because you will be with the Lord forever and ever. Forever and ever. Revelation chapter 3 verse 11 it says, and verse 12, 11 to 12, it says, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have Again, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take it away. So that no one will take your crown. Hey, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. Him who overcomes, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will he leave it. I'll write him. The name, I'll write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I'll also write on him my new name. He was here. Let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord says to the church. Hey. I begin 11 again. Revelation 3, 11 all the way. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have. Hey. But you received it from Calvary. And many of you in the USA have lost it because you have diluted it and adulterated it with the modern living. He said, no, hold on to the holy gospel of repentance and holiness and eternity and overcoming sin and deliverance, the gospel of the Holy Spirit, the doctrine of resurrection that I gave you at Calvary. So that no one will take it away from you. In other words, no one will take your crown away from you. Hey. And he says, him who overcomes, I will make an eternal pillar. A pillar in the temple of my God, the eternal temple of God. Never again will he leave it. And he says, I'll write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I'll also write on him my new name. And that's why in the book of 1 Thessalonians, he says here very beautifully, 1 Thessalonians, beloved, he says here, chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 16, 17. Verse 17, he says, After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Why? Because that is the church that has overcome sin. They have persevered the travail. They have rejected sexual.
sexual immorality of this world. You turn on every TV, immorality. Every commercial, immorality. Every street, immorality. Everything about this world is immoral now. But he's saying there will be a remnant of God at this hour that will shun evil and they will choose to stand and live unto the Lord. To be holy no matter what it takes. In other words, he's saying, they will never leave the Lord anymore after this ceremony. The dead will be at the same advantage point as the living anyway now. In any case, they were better than the living when they died in holiness. So they are not going through the wrangles and the snares of the devil that are greater and greater each and every day we live. This is the message, the message of the big celebration, felicitation, and jubilation that is coming up above the earth here. This is the message that the Lord had in the storm. The Hurricane Harvey and the Hurricane Irma, the earthquake in Mexico, earthquake in Mount, Mount, uh, Mount Everest, earthquake in Italy, all these things, the resurrection of Mamarosa, all these things you have seen. HIV healed, the creation of the new planet. This is the message that is embedded there, embodied. It is the message of the coming of the Messiah, the celebration that is about to take place above the earth here, which I have already seen, which I have been announcing year on end, which I have been trumpeting, for which I have been calling the nations to repent and return to holiness. For Jesus is holy. I have seen the Messiah coming. Beloved people, prepare the way. I will continue the next time I get a chance to talk about the ark of the covenant of the Lord that I saw in the throne room of God in heaven when the person of the Holy Spirit took me to the throne room of God in heaven. Shalom, the Lord bless you. May you be found holy and ready. Amen. Toda, toda, toda raba lahem, toda hazirim. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.